Welcome to episode 76 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at season 3, episode 21, Avatar. The action primarily takes place in Washington and Maryland. The original release date was April 26th, 1996, and IMDb users have rated it 7.9 out of 10. This one was directed by Jim Charleston in his first of four X-Files directing credits. He's also known for Nash Bridges, Hill Street Blues, Northern Exposure, and No Way Out. Now, sometimes he's director, but he seems to show up most often as second unit director. So the second unit director is the same as the first assistant director. We talked about this a little bit when we talked about Tom Braidwood. But this is the person who directs shots that the principal actors do not appear in. So a lot of times, exterior shots of houses or buildings or location shooting or you know, maybe some minor scenes with the supporting cast, these would be directed by the second unit and the second unit director. Now, this one was written by David Duchovny and Howard Gordon, and it started with Duchovny's idea where, at its core, working on a job like this would take a toll on a person's home life and possibly cost them a lot of their personal relationships, including their marriage. So that's the simple premise that this entire episode started from. Guest stars include Brendan Beiser as Agent Pendrel once again, Jennifer Hetrick, who clearly has a thing for bald men. She's also known as Vosh on TNG. She plays Sharon Skinner, Walter's wife, and possibly the most recognizable now, though not the most recognizable at the time, we have Amanda Tapping as Karina Sales, who's a murder victim, and is best known as Samantha Carter on SG-1 and Helen Magnus on Sanctuary. Now, the plot is that Skinner is being asked to sign the final divorce papers. He decides to wait one more day, picks up a blonde in a bar, takes her back to his hotel room, where they enjoy each other's company, before he wakes up from a nightmare and finds her dead next to him. Now, the investigation continues, but Skinner isn't really that helpful a participant in the investigation. He's not answering questions, he's deflecting a lot. It raises a lot of suspicions, both from the investigating officers and from Scully, although Mulder thinks they're is something else going on. Turns out Skinner has been having sleep problems since he and his wife separated. He's been having recurring nightmares, and Skinner confides in Mulder that the woman in his nightmares also appeared to him when he was wounded in Vietnam, and he felt that this image of this woman is what brought him to safety. And she's still been protecting him and drawing him out to places. As is eventually revealed, this murder accusation against Skinner was orchestrated by the syndicate as a way to remove some of the support structure from underneath Mulder and Scully, so that their investigations would not take them as far as they could have. So this does a nice job of building Skinner up as a character, especially since the cast and crew who had originally conceived of Skinner as a villain were finding that they really liked Mitch Pileggi both as a person and as an actor enough that they changed their minds and started turning him into more and more of an ally. And he does last as that ally, through the majority of the series. So that's about it for this one. We get a little bit of Skinner's background. We will see that he's going to change residence, but stays single really for the rest of the series. It just gives us some insight into who he is and what he's willing to sacrifice for the job. So that's about all we have to say about this episode. Now remember, once we're done these last three episodes of season three, Quagmire, Wetwired, and Talitha Kumi, Quagmire coming up next in two weeks, We'll be shifting gears as we go into our coverage of Season 4 and coming out with monthly releases with an entire disc of the DVD or Blu-ray covered each month. 
So that means most months we'll have a single podcast covering four episodes of the series. Now, don't forget to rate this and any other shows that you listen to on iTunes and on Stitcher. It really does help the shows get noticed. You can check up Bureau42's other shows, including voting for the upcoming Make Me Watch It podcast. And finally, thank you for listening. Intro and outro music is Outside Pool Side by Laswell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content is copyright 2016 Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments or feedback to Bureau42podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for listening.